What's up, guys? It's time to go behind the bum. What's up, guys? I'm Jeff Perla, and I'm here with my friend, DJ Mikey Pop. Hi, Jeff. Is that how you talk when <laughs> I, you DJ? No, I actually don't talk at all. <laughs> and if I am talking, I'm telling people I don't take requests. That's probably the worst thing ever. I feel so bad when I see a DJ, and there's just, like, that drunk girl that, like, goes up to the DJ, and she's like, can you play Ariana Grande? No, it's usually... And I'm like, girl, it's coming. Yeah, and it's usually always a girl. Always a girl. There was, like, one night I was DJing something, and I was right in the middle of playing Jennifer Lopez's Get Right. Beautiful. And this drunken, slutty little, like, chubby girl from Long Island, <laughs> like, walked over, and she goes, when are you going to start playing dance music? And I was like, if you can't dance to this, you should go home. Yeah, like, this is why... Wait, where were you DJing? I think in Brooklyn somewhere. Mm. It might have been in Williamsburg. It's like a straight club, literally. No, 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 no. It was a gay club, but somewhere in... She was just one of those people that... I mean, you know how it is. Like, there's, like, bachelor parties. Always. And they, like, always pop into gay places Mm -hmm. as if we want to see them. They infest it like cockroaches. We don't. Not that I don't like girls. Just, like, when I go out, I want to, like, be with the boys sometimes, though, you know? I mean, no, but... (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? I mean, I like to mix it up. Well, there's... I have, like, dates. So I, like, compartmentalize my life where, like, I'll do, like, my bro day... Where it's just me and, like, all my gay friends. Yeah. And then I'll do, like, I guess you'd call it, like, my friend group day. Yeah. Where I'm, like, in the Lower East Side or, like, Murray Hill. I which... guess I used to do that. I'm just so used to, like, intermixing my entire friend groups and trying to get everyone to just, like... Because I feel like it causes me less stress to worry, like, when I'm going to hang out with you? When I'm going to hang out with you? Yeah. Like, let's just all fuck around together. But do you ever feel like that, like... I don't know. I feel like my friends who are starting to get married... It's, like, a different vibe. You know what I mean? Like, they're not the 2 a.m. ragers. They're, no, like, no, no. drinks, home at midnight, Brunch. and I'm, like... Yeah, they're pretty much voted off the island. Yeah, literally so off the island. Yeah, you'll see them, like, once every, like, six months. When it's, like, <laughs> convenient Holiday them. friends. Yeah, not even that. Just, like, oh, I'm fighting with so-and-so. Can you uh, come out with me? But it's, like, bitch, I haven't seen you in, like, four and a half months. <laughs> Where were you three weeks ago on my birthday? They don't show up. No, they don't. There's some excuse. My dog died. Always. I mean, that's why. What well, are you single? No, I'm engaged to a handsome bear named Shane. Oh, we're even gonna throw out the tribe there. Bears, yeah. hot. We've been engaged for seven years. Okay, that's so a like long no, ass time. Yeah, yeah, I don't really care. How did you meet him? So. <laughs> So I actually used to host tables, like, you know, when, like, you'd bring, like, a bunch of beautiful people to a club, you'd sit at a table, get bottle service all night long. That sounds like my life currently. So, <laughs> so I was actually hosting tables at this old club called Greenhouse, and I was with my old boyfriend, Dakota, and my boyfriend, Dakota, was such, like, such a piece of, such a piece of shit, and he was just, like, not very nice to me and wasn't very friendly, but he was, like, a beautiful, like modely boy that I was just like obsessed with so then my current boyfriend came with a makeup artist friend of his Mm -hmm. and he was like oh I followed you on MySpace because it was those days oh that's like days and he was like I used to like put out this playlist where you can download like 20-25 songs so that you could put them on your iTunes and I would like curate it like once a month and he used to download it and work out to it 
So he, that was like his first line. He was like, you help me get this body. Oh like, my God. And then it was like, whatever. And then of course, like one thing leads to another. And then like everyone's like drinking and fucked up. I think I was actually rolling maybe. And then he said something to me and I took his hand, brought him downstairs and he threw me up against the wall and started making out with me while my boyfriend was upstairs. This sounds like the beginning of a beautiful relationship. It's like the reboot of Queer as Vogue. <laughs> So that's how you met, and so you've been together for how long then? So we've been together for seven years, but we were, like, friends for, like, a year and a half, two years before we, like, officially got together. Wow. Because he was with somebody, I was with somebody, and then it just, like, kept not working out. And then one day we were watching some Daniel Radcliffe movie, The Woman in Black, and I just started blowing him. That seems to be, like, the mm-hmm. go-to. Like, that's why Netflix is the most amazing thing ever. It wasn't even ever. Netflix. Like, it was an illegally downloaded movie. I know, but I feel like Black. the TV, like, this whole thing just kind of, like, gave you, like, a different sexual drive. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like there was, like, a different version of it. Like, let's go to Blockbuster. Mm. Like, probably for, like, our parents. Or, like... Maybe. Like, let's... What did they do back then? I don't know. They got... I mean, my parents have been together since 10th grade in high school. So, like, in theory, sounds really cute, but, like, mm. I can't even... Where are you from? Syracuse. Oh, so you're from upstate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where are you from? From New York, from Staten Island. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Syracuse. I'm like, oh, no. shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, where did you come we from? <laughs> you really never know. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what you do, because I feel like I've never actually got to talk to someone who kind of has created, like, this viral meme account. Okay. So, how did you even start this? So, I started it kind of like how I started everything from even DJing, like just putting shit out there that I liked. Mm -hmm. And for some people, for some reason, people gravitated towards it. And then it really took off. Because I was just making memes that I thought was funny. It was, like, bullshit from my head. Like, for your friend That made me laugh. Yeah, kind of for my friend group. Or, like, hopefully somebody else that doesn't know me will think it's funny. (laughs) But then I created this series called Mikey Pop's Drag Race. And it started with the Baba Duke. And so now I'm not taking credit for it. But a lot of people say that I started the Baba Shook craze. Because that meme went on, like... Vice and Paper and Vogue and, um, like, all of these, like, news outlets. And how long ago was this? This was, like, a year and a half ago, two years ago, maybe. So very new, yeah. Yeah, so then right after that, I, like, I did one of Miranda from Sex and the City, and then I did, like, every pop culture figure you could imagine from, like, Debbie from Adam's Family Values, Mm -hmm. and, God, I don't even know who else. I did, like, every character from Death Becomes Her, and, like, just, like, the movies that I loved, like, Catwoman. So you stuck to, like, things that, like, weren't even, like, trending. You stuck more to, like, what you just liked. Yeah, for for the most part, everything that I do is, like, based off of what I like. That's awesome. I try very, like, I don't try, like to try very hard to please people. Yeah. Because I feel like that's when I usually fail. Makes sense. So, like, you're funnier when you're very knowledgeable naturally on the topic. Yeah, and the other thing, like, after two years of doing it, is that I've come to realize that people... It's too easy to make people laugh off of stupid memes. Like, usually, like, the drunk, like, oh, I'm so drunk, but I'm coming to brunch memes. Like, that'll get, like, 20,000 views. But if I, like, work on something for four hours, like, I created my own, um, I, like, superimposed Cardi B in the, in the bodyguard with Kevin Costner. Okay. And I, and I called it the Bodak Guard. Like, took me hours. Like, got maybe, like, 50, 40,000 views. Whereas, like, something about, like, being drunk or hooking up with somebody will get, like... 200,000 views. I feel like it's all about, like, feeling relatable. 
Like, if you can throw something out there and someone can tag their friend and be like, oh, my God, this is so me. That's all people like oh, to I do. I guess that makes sense. But, like, also, I just felt like everyone loved Cardi B. They, and they Did still you do. see the one of, like, her talking about her having, like, diarrhea with the lactate bulb? Yes. That was the best thing I ever saw. There was that first one that, that came out that went viral where she was, like, talking about her glasses. And she's like, glasses? $5. And she's like, <laughs> shoes? $800. And she's like, I don't think I saw it. That was, like, the first time. And I didn't, had no idea who she was. I didn't even know she rapped. I just thought she was just, like... A social media meme goddess. She, so I didn't even know who she was. I was at the Blondes fashion show maybe like two years ago. Do you go every season? Yes. Did I, did I see you the past two years then? Potentially. Maybe. I was second row. I was too, but oh. on, I was right across from Delilah Bell from Real Okay, Hot so you saw Cardi B then, correct, that one time? I don't even know if I did. Because I, I sat directly behind her, and I was like, who the fuck is this I was bitch? sitting directly behind Billy Porter, this last one, so I don't know where, if you saw him or what the no. was. But, like, even when Iggy Azalea was there, I just, I don't pay attention unless I already know who they are and I'm already obsessed. Yeah, no, I feel that. Like, there was this supermodel called Angie Everhart that, like, might be, like, 55, but, like, she was the one I was the most impressed by. Like, what did you think was. of, um... Oh my god, what is her name? Also, not to promote, but I will be playing BeautyCon with Cardi B in April. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. That's sick. Someone didn't go through my social media! Oh! Say. No, I didn't. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I wanted to keep it very natural. No, I know? like that, I like that. I like yeah. That. But that's so awesome. When is that? Uh, that's April 7th? So, I don't so know like, real, real soon. Yeah, so like in a month? Not even a month, but this will air definitely before okay. April 7th. Well, then I'll see you there. So, like, I'm coming. <laughs> get get a sponsor by some, like, man makeup brand. Well, I work with MAC sometimes because oh. I do, like, gay prides with them. Oh, being an So, like, I'm going to, um, what's it called? I'm going to Miami Pride. Yeah, yeah, And they're yeah. doing something there. Mm-hmm. And then I'll probably be on their float for New York because I was on their float last year. Yeah. With, so, like, some drag queens. So, the, for BeautyCon, Saturday they have Becky G, Sunday they have Cardi B. So, just anybody with an initial. <laughs> Wait, that's so dope. Yeah. So, they're, like, doing what exactly? They're performing? I think... I don't know. I'm, like, wondering... Because I've if, never been to BeautyCon, so I have I no idea. never have either. I just assume it's sort of like DragCon, but probably yeah. not. But I'm wondering if she's going to, like, unveil a makeup line. But also, there's this guy named Tokyo Styles who okay. does all of her wigs. Mm. He's a main guest person. Like, regularly? Yeah. He does, like, the Jenners, too, and, and Kim and whatever. He, like, lays them, does, like, the lace Maybe front. we should our, get ours in. I know. I'm down for that. <laughs> I'm so down for, like... Wait, what's your flow? 20, I don't even know. 22. Oh. I'm just, like, 22-inch weave. You got some flow. Yeah. So, like, a 22-inch weave. I've always wanted to, like, dye my hair, like, a periwinkle color. But I just started taking, like, Propecia, like, a year ago. So I've, like, always been so nervous that it's going to, like, Propecia, backtrack and kill him. me. I'm just Dude, it's literally the best thing ever. Never. You've never taken it? No, I was, like, sponsored by Hims for a minute just because I wanted to get paid. Mm-hmm. But um, it, I think it worked. But, like, when they put the stuff in, when you put the stuff in your hair, it's, like, oily and greasy and gross. Wait, I thought Hims was a gummy. Hims is a gummy, a shampoo, and an oil. So you have to do all three. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't have the attention span to do that. That's, like, way too much work. I'd rather pop a pill and yeah, pray I, to God my hair doesn't fall out. I ate all the gummies. <laughs> that is it. Did hair start growing, like, everywhere? Or uh-huh. stuck? Oh, wow. No, I'm just kidding, no. 
Oh. I don't think it did anything. I don't know. It just tasted good for a minute. Yeah, no, I, so my dad has, like, this awkward receding hairline, mm-hmm. and I, like, refuse for that to ever be me. Same. I always say to my partner, if I ever go bald, that's when I either commit suicide <laughs> or when I start a GoFundMe. Or just, yeah, you need hair plugs at that point. No, you don't even need that anymore. They can, like, take it from various parts of your body. Like, you can put my pubes on my head and I'd be happier than Truth. Like, I'd be happier than being bald, but whatever. Have you ever had sex with a bald guy? Like, purposely bald? <laughs> like, where he's like, oh, this is my look this month? Or, like, one that, like, oops, I went bald. Let's say one that you were actually having sex, and when you went to, like, grab their head, like you felt that, out? like, snaky... No. Shit. No, never. Okay, see, that was, like, the most cringeworthy experience I think I've ever had. When to was just that? be like, How much did he pay? I was literally <laughs> so in the moment at first, and then like once I like did that, I just got like so caught off guard. It Wait, just please was weird. explain to me what that means. When you okay. felt it, okay. So like, I met him at industry or therapy or well, one that of was those. your first problem. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was actually I met him in the bathroom. And so I was like, let's go home. And he had, like, a hat on, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I didn't really understand the whole hair vibe mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm. Started making out. He, like, had his hat on backwards. And I was like, it's kind of a hot thing. And then once it got like to the point. Eager. Yes, yeah, totally. you know? Mm-hmm. And then when we got to the point where I started, like, taking everything off, he obviously had to take the hat off. And I was like, okay, no hair. You still look cute. But, like, never done this. This is right. the first. So, like, once we started, like, banging, and then, like, you know, when you just, like, touch each other mm-hmm. and, like, whatever, and I, like, went to grab his head. Kisses. Yeah, you know. Just romantic and Sensual, you know, cute beautiful. shit, you know? Yeah. Touch the top of his head, and it was so, like, <laughs> sweaty and just, like, Ooh. I don't even know how to describe the feeling. Like a big toe. Almost like a big toe, yeah. Like Maybe in between the big toe. Big toe. Yeah, in between the big toe. Was he older? No, I think he was like 30. Okay. And I'm 26. Okay. So like... So like in the same age range? Yeah. All right, well, whatever. But like, it was great and he was very cute. It's just the baldness I don't think is for me. You were like, yeah. it's a one-time thing. Yeah. Got so it. like now when I see it, I'm like, mm, you didn't really like it the first time, so you probably shouldn't do it again. And that started the infamous hat test. Mm, yes. Just walk around and just lift it up. Be like, wait, first. Okay, you could talk. That's why I like maybe looked at your head because I was like, what does she have on under this? I've had hair. <laughs> <laughs> a long day of work. A long day of work. Um, yeah. I feel that. I just, I in the morning, at six in the morning, I don't feel like doing anything to my hair. You went up at six? Yeah, I usually get up at like six, six thirty. So, like, you work full time, right? Yeah, I do. Graphic designer? I'm a design director. Design director. Director. So you delegate shit. For the most part. I mean, we're a small team, but yeah. Love that. Yeah. Like we did, I don't, I'm not going to say what exact name of the company I work for is. Yeah. But if you investigate, we did, (laughs) we did, um, we have a few magazines, but we also did the Pride campaign last year for H&M with Gus Kenworthy and Kim Petras. Dope. For an example of, like, the scope of work that we do. Mm-hmm. So we do, like, big shit like that, and then we do, like, little shit with, like, I don't know, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Not that they're little, I guess. I was gonna say, it's but, at least everyone knows it. Would I drink it? No. 
but like, like if you see like Mike's Hard Lemonade posters, it's gonna be at the fucking bodega. Always it's at not the gonna bodega. Be like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You went <laughs> to the bodega. You might be a subway ad. Right Do they have a budget the... for that? I don't know. No. Because I guess I've never seen Mike's Hard on the subway ad. I don't so think so no, they don't have a budget for that. Mike's Hard on the subway. I'm sure you've seen. I was gonna say I'm. I'm, I'm sure I've seen you, <laughs> Mister Mike's Hard on the subway. Okay, so I have a couple of questions for you Shoot. because you're in a relationship and I tried it once and it just wasn't for me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like my relationship ended up being like trying to be faithful, but then it ended up turning long distance where neither one of us were faithful and then it, we broke up. Like long distance where you had to move away from each other? Well, it was like college, right? Okay. So he was three years oh. younger than me. Okay. So I moved to New York. And I was, like, carting my ass all the way to Niagara Falls. And it's six-hour drive. And I'm like, what am I doing? And also, you're like, the boys in New York. Hi. Okay, but actually, I wasn't. He's the one. (laughs) He's the one who basically cut it off. Got it. So, like, I was super attached. Um, But now I'm, like, probably not. I've been, like, really thotting and thriving lately. Mm -hmm. See? That's That's all that matters. I know. I'm going to get you a Hallmark card. Congratulations. (laughs) Finding my way in New York. But no, it's honestly so much better, I feel like, to be single. And I don't know. Do you feel like growing on Instagram is like a struggle because you're in a relationship? No, not at all. Because I felt like when I was in a relationship and I just started this account, I would be like, oh, I'll like miss out on going to this event or like... There was things I feel like I should have been doing that would have been good for, like, brand networking no. that I let go of because See, of relationship. See, I think, I think what your problem then might have been is that you had somebody that didn't make you feel like it was okay to do things on your own. Possibly. For the most part, my boyfriend usually does everything with me because he gets, like, he doesn't get jealous that I'm doing it. He just gets jealous of, like... When I come back and I, like, tell him the stories of, like, what happened. Like, when I DJed with Paris Hilton. Yeah. Like, and we, I DJed at Cipriani's, and if he wasn't there, he would have regretted it his entire life. Because it was one of the craziest nights of my life. She is someone that, like, is so chill. And, like, she's always down to just talk. And, like, oh every time God. I see her, she's, like, I feel like you would think she's such a bitch. And she's actually the most social person ever. No, so my green room was next to hers. And I came out into the hallway to go to the bathroom. And I was like, fuck, Shane, she's right there in the hallway. And I walked up to her and she was like, hi. And she was like so nice and friendly. And I was like, we were like, I was DJing after her. And I was like, do you know what to play for a crowd like this? Because it was a fashion party of like 40 to like 60 year olds. But of course there were like some like 20, 30 year olds sprinkled in. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what the fuck do you play for them? <laughs> like I make up like Tina Turner and like shares hit and she was like i know usually i like i like to play when people are rolling balls in ibiza but But then like even behind the dj booth the whole time she was hilarious it was like a real life episode of the simple life when they get jobs yeah you were nicole basically yeah and she was like on the ground in between songs putting bronzer on her cheeks (laughs) talking to me and she she would just look up to me and she'd be like i hate the sound guys and i'd be like me too i love you that's so funny no she's she's great yeah Okay, so let's talk about, like, threesomes then. Because I've never got to experience one. Yes. Not that, like, I wouldn't do it, but I just feel like the right situation for me hasn't come along yet. Mm. Like, I feel like, not that I'm, like, waiting for the stars to align, but it's, like, 
I feel like I just I want to just naturally like meet a couple and they're like oh hey come hang out with us or like right and you also feel like super comfortable yeah like rehearsed like I don't want to go to a bar and they're like oh we're having a party tonight like you should come and then you walk in it's just a massive orgy like I don't want to do that like one of those yeah 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 because you get those messages on Grindr at least I do quite often and I'm like no I don't want to come to your hotel room party party like you know what it is yeah exactly yeah yeah I mean, for me and my partner, I'm going to preface it by saying I always thought that people who were in a relationship that fooled around with other people, like, they were just doomed to, like, break up, shouldn't mm-hmm. be together and be like, you know, fuck you. Like, you guys shouldn't be together because you're just cheating on each other with the same person in the same room. Or, like, maybe they just, it, it, like, you get the perception, you give off the perception that maybe you're not that into each other. So mm-hmm. you need, like, a third when what people should go to is like maybe you guys just mesh so well together that you're that comfortable and like maybe you guys just really like sex well i think it almost comes off that you're like actually genuinely best friends and you're so comfortable that like you're not worried about that third person like ruining the relationship no like i think a lot of times people who are in relationships the reason why they're against inviting someone else in is mostly because of a trust factor there's that and there's just like a general insecurity like they might that person might not have given them any reason not to trust them but if you're like an insecure person you mm-hmm. might be like oh well what if like they fall in love or like oh what if they just pay attention to him the whole time and truthfully it's gonna happen where sometimes someone might be more into one person than the other but then like it doesn't happen every single time yeah but it's just like the law of nature i guess no, I get that. Like, even if it's just, like, you like his eyes better, or, like, whatever. Ah, he's got a bigger dick. He's got a nice hand. It's like, ah. But, like, and it also depends on what that person is into. Yeah, like, like sometimes they like might a, be verse. Sometimes they're a bottom. Sometimes right. they so might just want to eat ass for two hours. Yeah, so if they're, like, a bottom, they're going to want the guy who has the bigger dick. If yeah. they're a top, they're going to want the guy who has, like, the plumpier, juicier bottom. <laughs> so, Which might be the biscuit in front of my face. Right. But... Um, Is that why you have that nickname Biscuit? Because your butt? No. Oh. <laughs> my friend oh Marty, my his nickname is the Cuban Biscuit because of he's Cuban and he's got a fat ass. So where does Biscuit play with Cubans? I think it's more of his ass. It's like a biscuit, like buttery biscuit to like eat. Isn't that a Southern thing? I don't know. <laughs> Can we call Cuba <laughs> Is Southern? Is Cuban from Kentucky? Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure, but he does have a great butt. So, like, good for him, you know? Yeah, bring him to one of my DJ gigs. What are you going to do with it? I will see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get him on stage to twerk for me a little bit. I've uh, done that before. Hosted twerking competitions? No, I, like, head- I, like headlined Seattle Pride last year, and, like, I, from the booth, I just saw this, like, beautiful boy with this like huge ass and but like it was like unreal like just and he was wearing like white shorts so you could like oh wow so he knew what he was getting into that day i guess so but like he also wasn't dressed slutty i just feel like maybe he didn't maybe he knew he had a big ass because he was twerking like he was like in a 50 cent video (laughs) like i don't even know why i referenced 50 cent when i could like be like cardi b or something yeah but um he was, like, dressed in, like, a polo and very, like, preppy up top, but, like, Nicki Minaj on the bottom. And then I pulled him out of the crowd and dragged him on stage to twerk while I played. Wait, how wild? It. How wild was what? 
That's like just a crazy story. Oh, I thought you meant like how wild was it? Oh, well, no. But like, here's a question for you. Have you ever been like hosting a gig and then you met someone there and went home with them? Not without my boyfriend. I don't and I, and I don't remember. I don't think so. I think that's mostly because a lot of gigs so you kind of try to keep it like professional. Well, there's that, but there's also the fact that because I'm stuck behind the DJ booth for as long as I am, I can't like really like talk to anybody that much. I can't get to know somebody. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, it would be kind of like I don't know, being a bank teller. <laughs> and like a customer comes like how much like, yeah. can you really accomplish when like there's a glass wall in front of you yeah. right and like you're stuck at a booth and sometimes it's even like there's security there and only a certain amount of people are allowed behind the booth or on stage so it's not really that feasible but like that's why I think a lot of the people that me and my partner have let join us in the bedouin, mm. um has been friends and then like we're also comfortable with them and we know they're not gonna fuck shit up for us so do you guys have a rule that, like, you try not to keep in touch with the person? Or since they're all friends, it's kind of just, like, it's fine. It happens once or twice, then you're done. No, we don't have any rules. It's, I mean, it's very seldomly happened more than once or twice. Mm-hmm. But I think we don't have rules because it's never gotten there. And it's been, like, seven years. So if it's not, gonna, it's not been there yet, then I don't give a fuck. So what advice would you give to somebody who wants to make it a conversation to like play with a third person or open up the relationship like how should somebody have the conversation with someone i think that it depends on your motive for wanting to do it if you want to do it because you're not happy with that with your partner Mm -hmm. or your boyfriend then i don't think you should be with them yeah but if you want to do it because you are just sexual and you're attracted to your partner and maybe somebody else, you explain it kind of like that and just take it for what it is, which is it's just sex. Yeah. You're not moving in together that night. You're not like <laughs> fucking like making a Facebook official or like bullshit like that. Yeah. Or like posting on your Insta stories like you and the third kissing, but like your partner's not there. Like it's none of that bullshit. So it's really not that serious at the end of the day. I feel like yeah, so many people I know just make it such a thing. And I'm like. Didn't they should not be doing it. Yeah. They should stick to, like, their, like, single dicks and then call it a day. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's not meant for you. I know. I feel like it's there's been like so many... It's yeah. topping might not be for some people and bottoming may not, might not be for some people. Threesomes might not be for some people. I think... Do you think that threesomes are more common in the gay community than in, like, heterosexual? Yes. Of course. Because, I mean, you can sleep with your friends, you can go out. I mean, and usually when you, if straight, if straight people go out, there's, like, guys and girls. But if you go to, like, a gay club, it's, like, everybody wants the same thing. Everybody's an Dick equal plant, yes. Yeah. So it's, like, you all know you want the same thing in this giant room. <laughs> so, like, let's all go do something about it. No, I know. I'm trying to, like, chill a little bit, though, because I've been on, like, a bender lately. Okay. So, like, I'm trying to, like, chill slightly yeah. and, like... We all saw your phone number on the West Side Club wall. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I, I feel like I need to go see this place now. Have you never been there? No. I don't. Like, <laughs> just, why? Just don't. Is their clientele not cute? No, I mean, it can be. Like, if it's, like, a Saturday morning, like, right after, like, people usually will go there. But it's, like, also kind of depressing. Because it's, like, the leftovers? No, because there are really attractive people there. I'm not even kidding. Like, there are, like, beautiful people there sometimes. 
when I mean it's like depressing is because it's like white walls and like just like it's dark and gloomy it's like a haunted house so they have the worst like if the lights were on you'd be like this place is trash it's literally yes it's literally a haunted house it's like and you don't know what's gonna pop out of a room and scare the shit out of you and you actually dj here or you just have no, stopped by by no. accident sometimes the west side club is is purely a like you go there to go in the saunas oh it's one showers. of those yeah, yeah we've like me and my partner have done it a couple of times over the past seven years and just it's just never cute but like it's funny like it gives you good stories yeah like i would say if you were to ever really want to dig it's also cost like 30 bucks to get in oh my god but then that's all you spend because then like you're inside and what do you mean that's all you spend what if i need a tequila soda to get through the moment well you should have got someone you can't buy drinks in there can you bring shit no i don't think so it's more so like it's something you do like i feel like you would do at like 4 30 in the morning when you're already fucked up to the maximum so it's like a way to sober up it's like an after hours okay mm, it's like those hotel parties you go to they were telling me about <laughs> <laughs> i right. was like the hotel parties those i do not attend but i've gotten some tempting offers and i was like why can't you just be fucking alone because then i would maybe yeah. go but like the whole group thing walking to a hotel and just like too much hop into a mosh pit probably not for me Maybe not. But I've also had some friends, like, have really great stories and, like, met really cool people that are, like, now in our friend group that they've, like, met in group sex yeah. environments. But then they stayed friends, right? Yes. See, that those are the kinds of people that I think are equipped to be more open with sex. It doesn't sound like they're insecure. Because yeah. then they could also be, like, those weirdos that would be like, oh, no, you're going to tell everybody you saw me at the orgy. Like, who gives a shit? I feel like if you're self-conscious to even go or be seen there, then, like, you shouldn't be going. True, but I don't think that stops many people. But, like, I feel like... Then they blame it on drinking. Or, oh like, my God. the tea yeah. that they took. I don't That's the terrifying to me. Yeah, I don't mess with any of that. No. What's, like, your go-to vice, would you say? I mean, the constant is drinking. I used to do other stuff. I mean, I feel like everybody has, but now it's just pretty much drinking. I feel like you can't live in a big city and, like, not taste test the whole board. It's also, like, something to do sometimes. Like, if you want to, like, go get dinner, like, how are you not going to have, like, a beautiful fresh cocktail? Always. Or, like, if you're going to go, and, like, there's a bar every five feet. Ever. Like, I think I think I saw this, like, statistic that was, like, if you live in New York, for example, your whole life, you cannot go to every single restaurant in your lifetime, even if you went out to eat every meal. Yeah, no, especially because they close in a week. <laughs> so there's, like, no fucking way. Literally close instantly all the time. Uh-huh. So there's no way. But, but, I mean, drinking is a must. And for me, that's, like, my go-to. Like, it makes me feel super comfortable. I'm bubbly. I'm my best self. We probably should have had, like, rosé this whole time, to be completely honest. We'll do it on the next episode. Yes. Okay, so, since I'm obviously, apparently, like, super prude, Mm. what is, like, your craziest threesome story? So, probably the time for my partner's birthday, I actually took him to a sex resort in cathedral city i was like where do you even find a sex resort i mean they're everywhere there's there's like ones in in florida i think there's one in texas is it like young people though well okay so let me tell you what happened (laughs) what happened was 
I took him to this resort. It's we were going to Palm Springs, and then we went outside of Palm Springs, Cathedral City, for the weekend before we went to like regular Palm Springs, and we show up at this resort. And we're like, oh, okay, this isn't so bad because it's like a sex resort. It's obviously not going to look like the fucking Four Seasons. Um, so, like, we show up and, like, immediately we check in. And I remember the guy checking us in was like, ooh, you guys are so sexy. You're so oh. hot. Can't wait to see you guys walking around. And we were like, oh, calm down. But do, we, do they hook up with the guests or they're not allowed? I don't know. I mean, I saw the, the clerk guy and he wasn't bad looking. But, like, I saw him, like, roaming around with his dick out, so maybe... Wait, you can... You just walk oh, yeah. around naked the whole fully, time? Fully, fully nudist moment in time. That doesn't even make sense. But, like, everyone... So, like, like, restaurant naked? There was no, I mean, there was no restaurant. There was picnic tables. And, like, maybe, like, a barbecue. <laughs> like, picture, like... It's, like... It, it was, like, a slutty sleepaway camp. Cause, wow. And then there are, like, rooms and all the stuff. And then there's, like, outdoor swings. And there's jacuzzis and pools. And like people, so, you can have sex anywhere you want yeah, on these grounds. Like, like nothing is off limits inside the entire resort, so you can do whatever. Wow, like you can like you can walk around the corner and see someone getting their butthole lift on a swing. Did you be like, I saw you at lunch earlier? <laughs> or like they have they and then you go to the front and there's like a store where they sell like condoms and lube and poppers and like just everything that's like that you would need to have the best time. It's like an adult Disney World. Is that, did you know that that's what you were signing up for? Was it like not or not to the extent you? No, witnessed? I knew that it was going to be like that, but my naivety lied in the fact that I had never been to one before, so I yeah. didn't know what the fuck to expect. Yeah, it was like, I, I mean, but when we got there, it was like an off week, because I guess they had a big party the weekend before, and then there was like something coming the week after. Oh, it was like, what's that fucking huge Palm Springs party? The white... White party? White party. Winter party? Winter, I think they do both. No, white party. Because winter party is Miami, isn't it? Well, and they just I, had winter party. Yes. So I think it was the Miami... I think it was Palm Springs white party. And we had just missed that. So everyone was like in recovery or in hospice somewhere. Mm. So then when we get there, it was like dead. There was like... 97 year olds with their oh, like, hot. wrinkly freckled dicks out just like sitting on lawn chairs but then we i remember like we were gonna give up and just be like let's just go to palm springs early and then this like really hot frat looking guy stopped us and was like oh hey you guys look like you're around our age and we were like who's us and then he took then we like hung out with him and he took us back to his room and then a threesome turned into a 4g Wait, that sounds so beautiful. It was. We all cried after. Why did no, you cry? I was like, wait, what? We did not cry. So basically, this place, is it more like anything goes? Or is it like targeted towards like gay people? Or is it like there was a lot of straight couples? Like who's no, like their clientele? No, strictly gay. There were no women. I mean, I don't know if they allow women. I mean, not that I'm looking for a woman to be there. Yeah. Look inside her pussy. But, Definitely don't want to see that sagging. But I know, like, other, like, cocky boys host parties there and shit like that. So, you know, it's going to be a good time. A good time. Yeah. I there mean, is also this place, actually, in New Orleans. Oh, fuck. What was it called? It was, like, it was a pretty house that you can eat brunch in. But it was, like, really nice. And they... Oh, fuck, I forgot what it was called. But you can have brunch inside, and it looked like... It looked beautifully decorated. But, like, maybe not Jonathan Adler decorated, but, like, maybe, like, Home Goods decorated. 
like, like Martha a, Stewart status? Like, just like, oh, this is nice. Like, it wasn't mm. skeevy or anything. But then you go in the back, and there was a clothing optional pool. And there was a bar outside, and then it was all, like, men, women, whatever, gay, straight. My, the funniest thing was, me and my partner were sitting down having a drink, and there was this guy completely naked, but he was hot. Like, his body... So, like, you didn't mind, obviously, at all? No, but, but he was straight, mind you. Mm. But, like... He was talking to these girls, and as he was talking to them, his dick kept getting hard on and off. And it, we, like, were dying. What? Like, we just watched it go up and down. Like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. Did he get lucky? I don't know. I don't think so. Probably I think they not. weren't into it. Clearly, he wasn't either because kid couldn't keep it. No, and then I think we saw him leaving sad. Oh. Just with no one by his side. Okay, so lessons learned. I need to go visit one that of these was places. Orleans. Yeah, I feel like I. I've, it sounds more like I'm more of a Palm Springs guy. But I think the New Orleans place they stopped with the clothing optional because I think someone was unfortunately raped there. Mm, that so, could like put a hold on that. Yeah. So, but go for the pool, go for brunch. I went to New Orleans once, and it was for Mardi Gras, and I had the absolute time of my life. And I was technically straight at that time. Um, and Lies still had the, the best time. Mouth. I know. So I didn't even really experience, like, gay New Orleans, but I should. Gay New Orleans, I think when you, when you go, like, on a peak gay holiday, it's great. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I feel like it's go-go boys dancing in American Eagle boxer shorts. Oh, my God. Dude, that, if I hook up with you... And I take your pants off, and I see Aeropostale, American Eagle. Or, like, just the eagle flying around the waistband. Like, why? It literally is, like, a boner killer immediately. Mm-hmm. Even for me, like, Abercrombie. Well, yeah, of course. So it's, like, like mm, the same maybe thing. Maybe we were 20. <laughs> like, not even, like... And, like, working at Abercrombie as your college gig. That's, like, the underwear you wear before you do laundry. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, even then, H&M brandless underwear is better in my opinion. <laughs> like, yeah, let me look at a Captain America on your ass. I'm cool with that. that. Yeah. yeah. I have, like, some trashy pair from, like, Little Italy, and it's always my very last Little pair Italy. of underwear. My mom bought me these, like, little briefs, and they say, like, Italia on the ass. Wait, like, li- actual Little Italy? Yes, like, here. Where you go eat pizza and yes. spaghetti? Yes, my mom That's bought so me these, weird. like, cute little, like, briefs. And it says, like, Italia on the ass. And I'm like, if somebody ever saw this and I, like, hooked up with them, I'd be so embarrassed. You know what I mean? But, like, they're comfortable and they're, like, kind of cute. But they're, like, my ugly underwear that, like, I would never be caught dead in. Or you'd, like, be like, I gotta go to the bathroom and you take them off and put your pants back on. I could do that for a quick hookup. And then you just put it in their, like, toilet tank, leave them there. They'll find them years later. And be like, (laughs) what the fuck? I've actually never thought about doing the toilet tank thing. That's genius. I'm very sneaky like that. What's the weirdest thing you threw in a toilet tank? Oh, shit. I don't... No, not a toilet tank. I, my brain would just automatically go, well, what do I do? I Because, like, how many bathrooms really have windows in New York City? Or, like, None. windows that you can reach? Right. So what are you going to do? You're not going to put it in their medicine cabinet. The toilet sure. tank is the hidden magic compartment of the bathroom. You're I welcome. feel like I just got the best idea for... You're welcome, listeners. I'm about to check that from now on. Maybe, like, someone's hiding a million dollars in their toilet, and I might just, like, take a grand mm-hmm. or a million. Mm-hmm. It's worth your time. So, if you're listening, please check 
the toilet tank. Because <laughs> you'll never know what you'll find. Maybe you're dating a secret drug dealer. You don't know. You really don't know. Maybe there's the balloons back Have here. you ever dated someone that ended up being super sketch? I mean, no, not like that. I dated people that were sketchy as in terrible humans and should just yeah. leave New York forever. But not career-wise. No. Did I, I feel like I might have dated someone who was a cowboy once but didn't tell me but not that like i wouldn't have cared that much yeah like i guess at this point like what's really sketchy like even if somebody was like oh i'm a drug dealer and if they told me straight up i wouldn't not date you because of that. i'd be like my friends are gonna love you yeah like i'd be like okay like that's cool <laughs> like you can buy dinner tonight right, right. like i wouldn't care like yeah. I, I don't know what a profession is that i wouldn't consider you like relationship material yeah i mean easily yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. If they want to follow you, where can they find you? They can follow me. I don't really pay attention to everything else other than Instagram. That's the most important. <laughs> no one wants to see what I write and type, so I don't promote my Twitter. So find me on Instagram at DJ Mikey Pop. Yes, and if you don't follow me, and I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you don't, but follow me at, at the traveling bum, no G. And my personal account, Jeff Perlow with two A's. And yes, until next episode. Until the next episode. And next time I see you. Yes, sir. Thanks, baby. You're welcome.